this this week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewsCentral.com. High-profile Twitter accounts have been hacked. Verizon is told to stop making misleading 5G claims, and T-Mobile is offering Scam Shield to its customers. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week. And it's Friday, July 17th, 2020. My name is Kirk Corliss, along with Scott Ertz. And this is episode 63 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. We are streaming live on Facebook.com slash GNC Week in Review and also on YouTube at GNC Week in Review. So please be sure to say hello in chat or comment. Also be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can uh, excuse me. Also, be sure to subscribe, to like, and subscribe to the GNC WRR channel on YouTube. I get the words out. <laughs> if you missed a live video, you can always catch the replay later. If you are a listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find in the right hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, or Stitcher. You have a comment on social media or email that all can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. A little bit of a light tech news um, this week, but the big story this week, big, 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 big story this week um, was Twitter. Um <laughs> Here's what happened. Okay. On Wednesday, a number of high-profile Twitter accounts were simultaneously hacked on Wednesday by attackers who used the accounts, some with millions of followers, to spread a cryptocurrency scam. Apple, Elon Musk, and Joe Biden were among the accounts compromised in a broadly targeted targeted hack that may remain mysterious after hours after taking place. Those accounts and many others posted a message promoting the address of a Bitcoin wallet with a claim that the amount of any payments made to the address we doubled and sent back, which is a known cryptocurrency scam technique. In the hours following the initial scam posts, Kim Kardashian West, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Barack Obama, Wiz Khalifa, Wiz Khalifa excuse me, Warren Buffett, YouTuber Mr. Beast, Wendy's, Uber, Cash App and Mike Bloomberg also posted the cryptocurrency scam. Now, the FBI... Uh, 130 <laughs> accounts total. Right. 130 accounts. And the the FBI did confirm that the, they're investigating the hack that compromised the accounts. Um, they're, they sent out a statement saying they're investigating the accounts, uh, investigating the incident involving several Twitter accounts belonging to high-profile individuals. Um, we advise the public not to fall, some of the statement, uh, we advise the public not to fall victim to the scam by sending cryptocurrency or any money. Um, New York Andrew Como also announced investigation. Members of Congress um, has mentioned, they has also con- has concerns about it. And after all the reports that came out, um, Twitter says it had found no evidence that hackers had gained access to user passwords. They also said that the hack took place after a third-party group executed a "quote unquote" a coordinated social engineering a social engineering attack. Yikes! <laughs> so, so there's a couple of really interesting things here. Mm. The first is uh, that this the coordinated social engineering attack may not necessarily be accurate, and in mm. fact, um, 
from there's a New York Times article where they claim to have spoken to some of the people involved, mm. and uh, they may have actually uh, recruited somebody inside of Twitter to use uh, the internal uh, tools specifically for uh, uh, verified accounts. Mm-hmm. So somebody internal may have been involved in this. OMG. Uh-oh. <laughs> which, which goes to show how important it is for these companies not only to, um, to worry about and focus on the software that you use, but also the software that they use. Right. Um, you know, if you're a, obviously if you're a, a, a checkmark account on Twitter, your support is different than, uh, mm-hmm. than you and I. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they denied me three times. Um, hmm. So whatevs. <laughs> then they stopped <laughs> taking applications. So, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> um, you know, the, the high profile accounts have different access than everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there are people who have access to features on their accounts, but unlike a service like say GoDaddy, right? Where if I call into GoDaddy support, I figure we can talk about GoDaddy since they're a sponsor of uh, Geek News Central. Geek Central. <laughs> right. Um, and I use his promo codes to buy stuff all the time, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, when I call in for GoDaddy support, I have to give them a pin that I set mm. so that we can guarantee that that somebody can't just say, you know, inside of Twitter can't say, you know, uh, let's look at Barack Obama's Twitter account. Well, that would be a terrible idea. Oh, mm. in fact, it is a terrible idea. Mm. <laughs> it's it's the same thing with your with your uh, cell phone service. You can't you can't call into your cell phone and just. Hey, I'm Scott, and whoop, we're into the account. Right, that's You're right. You're gonna know all kinds of stuff about me. In that's true. Fact, that's right. I yep. don't even know my call-in pin, and I haven't in over a decade. I have to answer three security questions. Right. You got to know a lot about me. <laughs> and that's the thing, because I work for a company that has. They will not. We cannot provide. They'll say, "Hi, my name is Kirk," but they will not provide. We cannot provide any information without the account fully mm-hmm. verified and which in a way is a good thing but going back to with the verified accounts and i also read a report um i think it was to this, today or two days ago or no i no, it was yesterday excuse me taste brought it up <laughs> um that a lot of the accounts were 2fa and they still hacked into it yeah because on the inside on the employee tools there's no verification mm. that's the problem the okay. employee tools have to have verification as well, which right. is where that phone pin with GoDaddy or something like that comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it guarantees that before somebody at GoDaddy can look at my account information and make changes, mm-hmm. I have given them permission. I've given them verification. That I'm me so that right. they can be me temporarily. Right. right. And from what it sounds like, that is not the case with Twitter. Hmm. And the hack was so bad here. Okay. So it was so bad that when Twitter got control of the account back within mm-hmm. minutes, they lost it. OMG. Uh-huh. No. Which is why Twitter uh, for, for verified accounts was 
unable to post anything new, was not able to send messages, were not able to view messages so that somebody on the hacked account couldn't view private messages of, say, Barack Obama or Mm -hmm. Bill Gates or these people who might very well have uh, not not top secret, but possibly, you know, corporate confidential information in a in a private message it would be right. stupid but they mm-hmm. might they might have something personal in there again it would be stupid but they might right um i i wouldn't use twitter messaging to send something of value but that's a whole different thing right you don't know you don't know that elon musk isn't sending his wife his social through twitter messaging who knows what stupid things people do and right. so they shut off private messaging they shut off yep. the ability to tweet all right. kinds of stuff were gone for mm-hmm. all verified accounts until they could figure out what was going on. And I was and I was looking at my and I was and I was looking at a lot of the because um, I was checking Twitter the past uh, the comments and they're all some were pissed that they they got locked out completely and it was for like hours they couldn't get in. Mm-hmm. And some were like we're actually joking about it, saying, "Well, how come my my account?" Bitcoin wallet isn't filled yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, funny. But I was like, well, I mean, it's like literally broke when this news broke on, on Wednesday. It was on literally like every single news channel. And I mean, it was like it blew up like big time. And it's yeah. like news were like trickling you know, little by little because when I was, you know, doing the um the, the story and looking at the um uh, just concising everything because now, um, because now the um, my daughter, <laughs> my daughter give me some Gatorade. Um, so when um, um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So um, and then all of a sudden now the government's involved mm-hmm. and and New York, New York governor. I mean, the governor of New York has a has a lot on his plate. I mean, God bless the man. He's got a lot on his plate. But for have him get involved with it, I was like, "Whoa, this is something serious." Because, yeah, for the the government got involved for sure because uh, Biden and Obama's accounts were involved. Oh, right, right. You know, you've got a you've got a past president and a and a presidential candidate, a pre- past vice president and a presidential candidate, right, uh, involved in it. So mm-hmm. Congress is going to get involved in it real quick. And the oh, FBI yeah. is going to get involved in it real quick. But yeah, the I, I don't know. I, I feel a little bit like maybe Cuomo is, uh, I don't know, because he doesn't have any authority over it. So I don't know what he's no, he does. For there. He, he doesn't have any authority over it. But again, he's got a lot on his plate with COVID-19. And I and I and I get that. But for him to like, it's great that he's voicing concern, but. I don't really think that he's really like he should basically like slow your roll and just like you know focus on your stuff exactly and not and not Twitter. I mean, let yeah. you know that. But I think maybe he's kind of like I'm not throwing this under the bus, but maybe I think he's just kind of like getting garnering some attention. Okay, well, this is something that should be he should let let let, let things be <laughs> and not yeah. But that's just I mean that's just me so. But the, I'm other thing, the other thing that's interesting about all of this is the lack of response from the CEO, from Jack Dorsey. Oh. Um, there's been there's been some theory that he may not actually be 
involved in day-to-day operations. Uh, the CEO title might be uh, more for Wall Street than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that his return may have just been an investment ploy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that in the midst of what might be Twitter's biggest moment in the spotlight, not in a good way, mm-hmm. um, he was nowhere to be found. It took over four hours before he tweeted about it at all. Before he made any public statement uh, about what was going on. And his statement was, we're working on it. Well, well, yeah, Uh, we we know that. Right. We were just hoping to hear something from you that you even knew what was going on. Like that somebody at least called you and said, hey, um, the world's coming to an end. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe you should say something to the press but this and what happened with 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 the when twitter after all this been going on i mean this literally was came out in like a little bit of um, a trickle and twitter mentioned this reported this i think it was yesterday that they said they found no evidence and i mean li- like day out not just hours but a day or two after the fact you know to even like i was like that should have been addressed on Wednesday, like literally when it happened, it should have been addressed, but not wait until hours or a day later. And I imagine their stocks got a hit. So took a hit. I'd imagine so. <laughs> I haven't looked, but I would imagine so. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to, we're definitely going to keep an eye on it. I'm definitely going to keep an eye on it as the days continues. Moving right along in other news, Verizon has been told to stop making misleading claims about the speed and coverage of its 5G network and its ads. This is being reported now, excuse me, from the National Advertising Division. The organization which runs the ad industry self-regulatory system and is part of BBB National Programs took issue with two TV ads in particular, which said it suggests that Verizon's 5G service is widely available across the country and that customers can expect speed as fast as, quote, two gigs. Verizon said it will comply with the NAD's recommendation, which are to stop making these claims. The NAD says the problem when Verizon's ads subsequently claim that, quote, people from midtown Manhattan to downtown Denver can experience what your 5G can deliver. The organization said that claims like these falsely imply that 5G services, quote, broadly available nationally when it notes that even Verizon, quote, does not dispute that its 5G current, that its current 5G service is limited. Um, Verizon, um, uh, has agreed to uh, comply with the NAD's recommendations and says it's, quote, committed to the self-regulatory, self-regulatory process. Verizon also says it does not agree with every part of the organization's decision. And this is like ringing to at and I'm like, no, no, no. Eh. Okay. Here, here's the thing. And so as you were reading the text of what they took issue with, mm-hmm. In my head, all I could hear was Louise from Bob's Burgers going, technically correct, I'll allow it. <laughs> because, because okay, it says uh, people from Midtown Manhattan, mm-hmm. which is true, right, to downtown Denver, which is true, right. can experience what your 5G can deliver. They don't say that anybody in between can. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they, 
the wording is very specific and it mm-hmm. was chosen on purpose mm-hmm. but again i'll defer to louise and say technically correct i'll allow it <laughs> versus what at&t did when they put when they came up with a new logo for LTE but, and called right, it right. 5G, 5G Evolution, evolution. Right. <laughs> which is a full-on lie. That's like T-Mobile and Foji when they started to call 3G 4G. Right, that right. Was, that's a little different. Now, yes, this sucks. And I mm-hmm. I totally agree with right. with the, the NAD here. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm 100% with them. That was... That was questionable behavior at best, mm-hmm. but technically correct. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> when I saw this, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm th- that was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, are they trying to like? I mean, they're like, are they doing not, that? Don't do an ATT. AT, I mean, you're right. Yes, they had on their phones the, the logo, but then I'm thinking, I mean, oh please, that's really like a stretch, but. <laughs> But at least, you know, but also, too, they're saying that, you know, they're saying they don't agree with that. I like to know, you know, what part they don't they don't uh, agree with. I'm just kind of curious what part. <laughs> the 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 Louise part, the technically correct. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, because somebody in their marketing department is getting yelled at. Right. And that person's going, no, no, no. Technically correct. People right. in downtown Manhattan and downtown Denver can use it. But technically correct. <laughs> but but not like throughout New York yeah. and throughout Denver and well, yeah. I mean you just have to get out of honest to god downtown the 12 the 12 square blocks that is downtown in any city and right, you're done. Right. right. Because Verizon hasn't even been able to get their 5g towers to cover an entire football stadium mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it works in parts, parts. of them <laughs> right exactly right exactly so there's, right. there's no way <laughs> yeah and now, also- in, now in fairness at&t t-mobile and sprint haven't gotten it to work in any football stadiums at all so Verizon's right. definitely ahead of the game there but still well there's no football there's no football be played anyway so yeah, it, ter- it turns out that investment wasn't the best was it <laughs> right <laughs> totally oh i'm like i'm just hoping i like i said again i'm just hoping that this is i mean this is good i mean it's a good but i'm just hoping oh please oh please oh please baby jesus don't let it doesn't be a debacle you know like an at&t thing <laughs> yeah <Please. laughs> uh, real uh, real quick an update on our last story yes uh wednesday uh, late Tuesday through Wednesday, there was a huge dip in Twitter stock price, but it has recovered. Yep. Of course. Yeah, yeah that's going to happen. Because they addressed it. And that's the thing. They addressed it, and the CEO finally came out and addressed it. And mm-hmm. so we have we have a stock recovery. But until they did that, I mean, you can see where the problem started and when mm-hmm. it was addressed mm-hmm. in the stock mm-hmm. price. You can literally see when it started and when they addressed it <laughs> it's pre- it's pretty funny i think so yeah and especially when people's walls would be like it you know hadn't to get their little bite in the in the wallet so yikes all right 
All right, in other carrier news, um, T-Mobile is offering its customers a variety of free services to make identifying, identifying and avoiding spam callers easier. It's called, a, it's called Scam Shield. The scam ID feature that labels suspicious calls as, quote, scam likely when the call comes in. From there, customers can also choose to entirely block calls that had that T-Mobile identifies as likely spam as they never ring, ring through. Additionally, T-Mobile's caller ID feature is now free to all customers as well. This uses the industry standard stir slash shaking technology that T-Mobile implemented earlier this year. The caller ID feature shows the name of the name of the person or business that was calling if they have it and also shows a quote call verified label when it confirm a number that has been spoofed i um i i heard of this i mean i know there's silver features but i like google when they have um um when i, I see a call come in and it'll say that it'll recognize the number it'll say if you wish to block it or report mm -hmm. it as spam i love it and yeah. there's other features like that that True caller um, is the one that i use okay i view because it's been available everywhere. It mm. was available on Windows Phone. <laughs> it's available on iOS, Android. So I, one interface, one product across all of my <laughs> devices was mm. the decision that I made. So I've been using Truecaller for years. Okay. Um, but it's it's nice. So, so this is a bit of a response to um, something coming out of the FCC. Yep. Um, and the making it free mm -hmm. is because of something coming out of the FCC mm -hmm. a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. It's something that we're going to talk in depth on, on Sunday on oh, cool. uh, F5 Live. Cool. Um, but the FCC is, um, is going to um, impose restrictions on carriers that don't limit outgoing nonsense. Mm -hmm. uh, to the point where uh, they will be blocked from making calls into the legitimate services. But do you think that? But do you think that with the? I mean, it's great that these companies offer these features. Whereas Google, I don't know about iOS. I'm not wrong. So if someone's on I'm watching live or um, can, gotcha. um, but why would like? It's I mean, like a lot of apps like. Verizon, T-Mobile, a lot of these carriers have offers all this, you know, bloatware. So, I guess, I mean, I guess to basically, I, when you, I know that the FCC, you know, made a decision about the robocalls and the spam calls and spoofing calls, but do you think that maybe um, it's like basically giving Sprint? I mean, I, Sprint, excuse me. Well, we'll talk about Sprint in a second in the next um, in the more other news. But do you think you're giving T-Mobile and these companies your data in a sense where you can get these other alternatives not only for free, but you don't have to provide them data. They already know who's calling you. Good point. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Your, your carrier already knows who's calling. They set up the call. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're not, okay. you're not giving them anything new. What you, so what you might be giving to any of these companies and, mm -hmm. and definitely pay attention to the permissions and that's, that's a big topic for me. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what the app is. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Look at the permissions that it asks for. Because you know, if a, a Sudoku game has asked for access to your contacts, it's not a Sudoku game, right? <laughs> oh, I'm going out of focus. Um, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> anyway, um, 
I guess I'm gonna have to turn off autofocus. Anyway, um, so if if you download this, great. Pay mm -hmm. if you download TrueCaller, if you download another one, doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Pay attention to the permissions that it asks for because it might try and upload your contact list to their servers right. to bulk up their caller ID system, mm -hmm. which is a bad idea mm -hmm. because I'll tell you if you upload my contact information to somebody's service mm -hmm. you and i aren't going to be on great terms going forward because <laughs> <laughs> i already get enough we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty calls that if i mm -hmm. get if i get new ones because one of my friends uploads their contact list including my number to something uh, -uh mm -hmm. we're gonna have trouble <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome it's it's a level above somebody adding me to a to a group text message chain. Group text message chain, you're getting called out. Oh, <laughs> if you're the reason why I'm getting extra robocalls, uh, uh nope, you're getting called out publicly. <laughs> <laughs> I get that's the one thing that I get more often than not is warranty for my warranty calls. Literally we've, every day. We've been trying to contact you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> yep. I can hear her in my head. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wow. I just yeah. I get that like more often than not. And but it's like I said. I have like I said. I again. I have um. I have Google and I love it. I mean because I can. Um, and there's like and it does say like on top of the notification. I'm not on the notification menu. Um. The um, do you recognize this number? Tack block it and or report it or block it as spam. And there's another feature where you can literally like screen the call and it has Google Assistant where it gives a message saying that you know, mm -hmm. Google, I, I love it. I'm like, I'm like, sign me up. I mean, this is great, you know. I mean, I, this is the best thing, but I'm just like curious. Like, a lot of these companies, you know, all of a sudden put themselves out there when this has been widely available. For a past year or two, I believe maybe. No, actually, I think it was like two years ago when Google I/O they now had the the feature these features. I think I'm not really sure with the uh, with, uh, with the, the the AI thing. Yep, with the AI yeah. thing. I think it was two. Yeah, it was two years ago. Yep, because they implemented it into Oreo, mm -hmm. and then um, and then uh, they put a similar feature into Gmail, and it kind of all happened at once. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they and they they were really building that that AI response system all mm -hmm. at the same time. Oh, I love it. I mean, it's been doing. I mean, it's been the way it's been. It's been like the AI, and and I know you mentioned it like for a while, you know, on your show and things like that. It's been improving tremendously well. But, but it's good that again that uh, they're doing something like that. I just think it's a little to me. It's a little little too late, but we'll see how it goes. Um, in other T-Mobile, well, now with, the, with Sprint news, I mentioned a second ago, um, a company press release stating is stating that T-Mobile's brand will come the main focus with Sprint stores rebranding with a, quote, fresh coat of magenta paint. The carrier also teases that, quote, fresh deals are, quote, on the way. I love the quotes in these um, statements <laughs> that coincide with the unification of the company, adding that these, quote, new aggressive offers will be announced next week. 
quote, saving people money, challenging the competition, and raising the bar for industry. Um, T-Mobile CEO. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Including the term raising the bar in a in a cell phone thing always amuses me because that was on mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> or singular. 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 It was singular. You're right. It was singular. You're right. I knew it was somebody that wasn't around anymore. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, T-Mobile's CEO, Mike Siebert, told CNET that Sprint will no longer be accepting new customers until, until after August 2nd. He adds, however, that while Sprint store, Sprint brand stores will be going away, the company isn't, quote, sunsetting the brand. Um, I My whole concern is that this is going to, like, it's great that, you know, the merger is great, but my whole thing is, is that what's going to happen to the employees that work for Sprint they're going to change their shirts. Okay. <laughs> I So so T-Mobile's been pretty upfront about their intentions. They had to be because the FCC and the Federal Trade Commission were right. uh, were very concerned about this merger. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, the goal was as little of uh, loss of employment as possible. The number of customers isn't going to change. Mm-hmm. So the amount of support that those customers are going to need is not going to change. Mm-hmm. So just because your local mall has both a Sprint and a T-Mobile branded store, mm-hmm. and one of them is going to go away, does not mean that there are less potential customers and less current customers that are going to come into those stores. Mm-hmm. So their goal is to keep as many employees as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and through, through you know the shutdown right now, the need for those people has grown, not mm-hmm. shrunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it looks like T-Mobile is going to have even more capability to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only place where there might be theoretical employee loss from the from the T-Mobile family uh, and at, from within their control uh, is going to be um, in the Boost, Virgin, and sprint prepaid brands uh which t-mobile does not own um those are owned now by dish network Mm -hmm. um and so t-mobile doesn't have control over what happens to those stores or those employees Mm -hmm. that's that's up to dish network but dish network does not have a cell phone (laughs) company Mm -hmm. until now so it's not like they have existing customer customer service people they can help boost and and virgin mobile customers the only thing they can do is keep the employees so i don't see any problems there either Mm. um but you will see a physical footprint change you'll see less physical stores some like they said we'll get a we'll get a magenta makeover um but uh at my local mall which is more like a power center than a regular mall there is a t-mobile owned store and there is a sprint owned store in the same building, my guess is one of them goes away. Whoever's lease is less expensive. <laughs> is it more expensive? Right. right. Yeah, maybe Sprint gets a magenta paint and mm. the, the old T-Mobile store gets closed or something. But there are corporate stores for both just down the street from where I am. Uh, so one of those probably won't survive, but the employees will just whoop shift over to the other store. Okay. So I don't see a whole lot of employee loss there because, again, T-Mobile's getting all the customers. They're getting all the all the back problems. There's a reason why Sprint doesn't exist anymore. There, right. there were some problems there. Uh, 
after uh after the last good ceo left mm-hmm. uh, yeah and and you know that there have to be people to deal with them yeah he hasn't has been really i've been i i do follow him on twitter and he hasn't been really vocal as he has in the past few weeks um but he didn't saying you know that he wished you know the new ceo good luck and the regulatory platitudes but um but it's i mean i'm just kind of like i'm just that was my i know with a lot and i remember reading about and seeing about the reports that that was a big thing about the um the layoffs because with any with any merger there's always layoffs and there's always you know employees losing you know losing out but um it should be interesting to see what's going to happen. But there's um, just not that much redundancy here. That's right. the thing. Mm-hmm. It's redundancy that usually gets axed. Now, mm-hmm. at the executive level, will we see some of it? Yes. Mm-hmm. We've already seen some of the Sprint people go away. I, we saw you know, some T-Mobile people go away in favor of, of some Sprint people um, or some promotions. So, you know... Uh, so in the corporate office, of course, there's going to be redundancies. You only need one CEO, and now right. you have two. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, right. but but at the at the that's a very that's the frosting up on the top in the in the cake itself in the in the day to day doing business. Mm-hmm. There's just not that much redundancy because if these deals are as good as as T-Mobile's been been teasing. Mm-hmm. For both existing Sprint customers, because this is going to go very similar to the to the AT and T nope whoop, to mm-hmm. singular buying AT and T wireless mm-hmm. yeah because um, the names are weird because mm-hmm. the company now is not AT and T wireless it's AT and T mobility mm-hmm. so <gasps> when singular bought AT and T wireless uh, they tried to convert everybody over to singular. So they could shut down the blue network. Right. And this is going to go the right. same way because there's right. still CDMA stuff out there on Sprint. There's still CD voice over CDMA, and they're going to want to shut that nonsense down real quick and repurpose that spectrum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're going to incentivize. And the more you incentivize, the more people you need out there. Mm-hmm. And you don't have you don't have a radio shack hawking your stuff anymore. <laughs> so Right. I remember the, that. The remember reason that. why the singular AT&T wireless transition was so easy is because we were doing the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it mm-hmm. wasn't the singular stores doing the heavy lifting. It was Radio Shack. <laughs> um, I remember that. That's those were wow. I'm really showing. I'm really showing my age. I remember seeing going to a Radio Shack and seeing, um, like they had they had literally had like all the major carriers, Verizon, Sprint, uh. See, I mean, they had like little. Um, there must have been like eight carriers back in the day, at least. We, during during the big days, our contract allowed us to have, at the height of our at the Radio Shack sales, we were allowed to have two carriers, and then mm-hmm. we ended up with three, and then we changed one. <laughs> we actually, I I remember it because we had to do it New Year's Eve. We we kicked Verizon out of the storage and replaced them with Singular. I will never forget it. I remember when it happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've still got one of the old singular signs around here from that from that changeover. No kidding. Um, yeah, I've got I've got a Radio Shack sign outside my office. Uh, <laughs> You're a collector. <laughs> I, I spent a long time with that company. I, I, right. um, but but yeah, 
at one point we had we had the big three and then we had virgin mobile and boost mobile and mm-hmm. you know all the all the prepaid carriers yeah we we had at least eight brands in there at one point with the mm-hmm. prepaid and the postpaid and I so could... we were doing all the heavy lifting for all these companies mm-hmm. sprint was sending people to us because they couldn't take care of everybody but we mm-hmm. could and exactly. they don't have that, so they got to have the people. I guess that's the point. They got to have right. the people right. because they just don't have anybody else doing the heavy lifting. Nobody's going to Best Buy for phones anymore. They're going that's, to the corporate stores. That's true. Well, actually, I because I go actually I go to Best Buy. <laughs> I go but, to it. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, it used to be it. it used to be people went to Best Buy. They went to Radio Shack. They didn't mm-hmm. go to the corporate stores unless mm-hmm. they needed support. And today. People go to the corporate stores. They look for the sign on the outside, and that's where they go. Right. Because because they discovered that you know some of the third party stores, not Radio Shack or Best Buy, but some of right. the third party stores when that was a big thing were a problem. Mm. They'd lie to mm. them. They'd full on lie about what they were doing, sign them up for mm-hmm. services they didn't ask for, and then call and cancel them in thirty days. Mm-hmm. Ooh, some sleazy stuff. So people <laughs> just started going to the corporate stores. And I don't blame them. Right. I had. To, for years, I dealt with the people who were doing that, coming to us to get it fixed. Okay. So I, I understand why people stop going to third-party stores. Yeah, I yeah I would go to um, the corporate. For me, I mean, this may sound weird, but I go to the corporate store for tech support. Mm-hmm. But I go to Best Buy because the sale the sales are are better, and um, also I have the Best Buy rewards. So that's also you know, ching, you know. <laughs> We, the reason people always came to us is because Sprint did mail in rebates and we did them instant. Right. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. that. Yeah. I remember that. If Sprint did a rebate as a mail in, we did it as an instant and we did the mail in rebate for you. Well, that's, that's, (laughs) that's, that's been, yeah. I remember that too. Cause I remember it is a long time ago. I think we're really showing our age. I I haven't (laughs) been with the company since like 2012. Wow. (laughs) I spent a decade with, with Radio Shack, just shy of. Nice. Um, So, um, time stands. (laughs) (laughs) I missed my anniversary by about a month and a half. Oh, wow. No kidding. I had to get out. I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. I got out before things went bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, get out while the getting's good and beat <laughs> on famine now. <laughs> For sure. But, but yeah, so I don't see, I don't see T-Mobile having a huge layoff issue. I see mm-hmm. a lot of people changing their shirts, uh, either changing the color of their store or moving to whatever store stays around uh, because I think they're going to need the employees, honestly. Mm. Well, I'd like to know what these, uh, like, as you mentioned, the, um, I like to know what these deals are and, you know, I've been, I have Verizon wireless and, uh, you know, but I've been, st- I've been loyal, I've been loyal, but I mean, they're going to, you know, they're going to, you know, quote, you know, challenge the competition, you know, it's what T-Mobile's always been known for. And it's the mm-hmm. reason why T-Mobile went from fourth place to third place, right. uh, originally is because, uh, well, I mean, they had a bizarro world ceo um but that's understatement i I loved the guy but he was bonkers Mm -hmm. um never forget him crashing the at&t party in his magenta shirt anyway um (laughs) (laughs) kicked him out it was awesome anyway um, uh 
Yeah, uh, T-Mobile's always been known for for challenging the competition. You know, when when the entire industry was was saying no more unlimited data, T-Mobile said, "Screw that! Unlimited data for everybody." Right. Everybody else panicked and mm-hmm. started to bring it back. Right. Right. Uh, and then T-Mobile said, "You know what? We're not. How about just a flat rate? It's mm-hmm. forty five bucks a month. You're gonna get everything, and uh, we just don't want to think about it." And we know you don't either. So how about just right. like 45 bucks a month and let's move on with our day. And everybody else started to panic. Then T-Mobile said, you know what we're going to do? We're not going to do contracts anymore. Right. You're going you're gonna to lease the phone. If you decide not to come with us anymore, you got to give it back. Or you got to mm-hmm. pay off the rest. And uh, if you want to leave on Thursday, whatever, mm-hmm. just give us back the phone right. or pay for it. Whatever. We don't care. Whichever. <laughs> And then everybody else went, uh-oh. And that was the end of po- of, of the, the contracts. Right. I remember, I because, I mean, he John Ledger was very vocal. And if you watch his watch his quarterly, his, the, um, the earnings call. Vocal. That's a way to put it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he, like, calls them out. Bunkers. I mean, he calls out Verizon at the time, um, I mean, AT&T, he called out Sprint and he named like, oh, it was like, I mean, I miss, I miss those earning calls. I would watch them religiously. I would watch the moment I see when it comes up, I am like, oh. I have to tune into it. And, and I remember he was at, John Ledger was at CES, I think it was two, three, three, four years ago. I'm not, I'm not sure. And he was at this one hotel. I can't remember the name of it. The entire set was magenta. He had like a crystal ball about the future of um, of Verizon and future AT and T, and you know, and he was like bleeping this and bleeping that, and yep. I mean, I was like, wow, that man's wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John is a legend. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. hated him when he started. Hated him, and he grew on me so fast because mm-hmm. I thought it was an act. I thought he was pretending. When I realized that he was actually out of his mind, <laughs> I fell for him. And the the night he he crashed the AT and T party at CES, mm. that was it. I <laughs> I was a believer. I was a convert. I'm on board. I still didn't like the company necessarily because I. Right talked crap about them for so long at radio shack (laughs) it's 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 hard to uh to let go of the prime co days anyway right talked crap about them for a long time and uh but i was a i was a believer in john and i still am whatever he goes and does next i'm gonna follow him Mm -hmm. because i'm a believer in him or whatever he's doing, I God bless the man. But I mean, but you know, but I like to see what's going to happen with this news. I don't know much about this new CEO. I, mean, I think he was the uh, he was the wasn't he the CMO before he came on? He was either the CMO or the chief financial officer. I okay. can't remember which. Okay, but yeah, he was he was an upper level uh, executive. Mm-hmm. Okay, it just could be interesting to see hired what he... by John. Right, right. So he's one of John's guys. Right, right, but it should be interesting to see what um, he's going to come out with, and you know, and especially like I said again, I'm interested in looking to see what's going to come down the pike. Um, For sure, 
you know, I'm, I'm definitely I'm waiting. Say. I'm waiting for the surface duo and mm-hmm. I'm waiting for a carrier to give me a good deal. Granted, this phone is going to be difficult to beat on price because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've still got an old radio check plan. <laughs> no but, surprise there. But you know what? I, I'm still on a district manager plan yeah. 10 years later. Um, but yeah, uh, if if you know they can if they can get me uh, a surface duo and do it for a good price on the service, I'm in. I'll go. What else? But the Surface Duo is going to be my next phone. Boop. Nice. Very cool. Cannot wait. Awesome. All right. We'll see what happens. All right. In other news, Amazon said it's allowing its employees who can work from home to do so until January 8th. A Amazon spokesperson tells CNBC, quote, we continue to prioritize the health of our employees and follow local government guidance. Employees who work in a role that can effectively be done from home are welcome to do so until January 8th. The, the spokesperson also adds that Amazon has invested, quote, significant funds and resources to ensure the safety employees who choose to come to the office via social distancing measures, deep cleaning temperature checks and providing face masks and hand sanitizer. Um, this is a good thing um, that Amazon's doing this. Um, and a lot has been done. A lot of companies have been um, allowing people to work from home. Yeah. I'm still working from home until the end of September. Um, but, you know. And then we'll see what that means afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right. Because exactly. that's what happened here. We were coming up on our on our deadline for Amazon. And they're like, well, obviously we can't call people back to the office now, right? And a lot of and uh, a lot of cases, um, from what I understand, I know down in um, Florida the um, cases spiked up um, exponentially. Yeah, although I and I know there's people who who say this, but they don't understand what they're saying, including some of the people who give daily press conferences. I won't mm. say who it is, but we all, gonna go play that <laughs> um, we all know who it is that's giving right. the daily press conference who says what I'm about to say, but doesn't understand it. Um, Fl- Florida's uh, um, positive rate is going down, but our testing rate is going up. Um, so, you know, uh, not too long ago, I think Florida was uh returning like 23 24 positive rates uh and now we're down to uh 11.4 positive um so we're testing a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> so so and I, I know i can statistically i can back this sentence up which is why i'm allowed to say it uh, <laughs> um more testing means more positive results mm-hmm. but the ceiling is lowering mm-hmm. we're the the whole thing is getting bigger, but the but the positives are going down, but mm-hmm. the number is going up. Mm-hmm. But less of the people who are being tested are testing positive, which is a good thing. That's good thing. right. That's that's a success, but that's not indicative of less people, less new cases. That's mm-hmm. only indicative of more negative people being tested. So mm. you know, as a there's. There's some some truth to both sides of that. But yeah, Florida's seeing a lot of trouble right now, but we're yeah. also one of the highest tested states. So right. You know. 
Well, I know in here I, I'm in New Jersey, and um, there's an actual. And speaking of Amazon, in this story, there's a Amazon facility in Robbinsville, New Jersey, which is about maybe 20 minutes from from where I, where I am in in Hamilton. And um, and I notice also where I'm at as well. It's New Jersey's been pretty good. I mean, it's it's a pain in the butt to wear the mask, and it's a pain in the butt. But if it helps, you know, and I, they say, you know, if you're you know, preventing someone to get sick and, and everything, but also too, and also on the same token is that like a lot of companies, like I said, you know, my, my company is, um, you know, it's like, um, it's good that they're doing that, but hopefully that there's, you know, it's better to reach with, deal with customers, but also with Amazon, um, recently, like a, a couple months ago where they were backed up with orders and, and I mean, I was trying to order toilet paper, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like at least three months to get <laughs> to get an order. So yeah, uh, um, but I'm just. But I mean, it's good Spe- that speaking of bunkers, that whole thing. <laughs> what in the world was going on there? <laughs> Panic uh, buying. Mm-hmm. But 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 yeah, I I imagine we're going to see more companies make announcements like this yep. uh, in the coming weeks. I know mm-hmm. that you know. Broadway is shut down till next year. Right. Um, yep. I that alone, considering how expensive those theaters are by themselves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to have them dark, mm-hmm. they they've got information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they didn't make that decision arbitrarily. They didn't say, "Oh, you know what? It'll be fine. We're just going to shut down through next year." Um, you know, at one hundred and forty dollars a ticket and nine shows a week <laughs> right right 700 seats in a in a theater we're we're good with just giving that up mm-hmm. for for uh uh political reasons it's fine we're good it's good mm-hmm. there's you know there's no way so i you know if, if broadway saying and you know i a lot of shows are saying they won't be coming back and so right. if a lot of if they said we're shutting down through next year and we may not, if this show may not come back. My guess is there's other companies that are going to have to say the same thing. We're just, we can't have people come back into the offices. My company has been talking about the return to the office and they were talking about it at a pretty high velocity for a while. And then it, Ooh, it slowed down. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we haven't heard much about it since. So, so I, I think that's going to be a, a pretty common thing. Yeah. We're not going to hear of a lot of companies coming back to the office. We're going to see these. I mean, Google Google's so committed to it that they're giving everybody a $1,000 stipend to buy uh, home office equipment. Oh, wow. Huh. Wow. Wait. Well, I know, I know, I know Facebook, um, they, um, they're extending, I think, from what I saw, I think, Till September two, I'm not sure. No, I'm sorry. Till not until 2021. I'm sorry. So, um, but it's good that um, they're doing that. But also in the sa- keeping the safety in mind. My whole concern is that with these companies, you know, because a lot of companies have just basic office furniture. Um, they have to probably have to re- do their rate the way they're thinking as far as redesigning the six feet apart and mm-hmm. and all yeah. that. That's going to be. You know the cost alone. You know on the cost alone on these companies closing or businesses closing, what have you. But 
that's but also but now it's like you have to like reconfigure everything now yeah the cost of reopening might be the same or more exactly yep yeah exactly exactly. Mm -hmm. so yep all right very good all right another news and we talked about this i think two weeks ago i think i'm not really sure at least um um, but yeah, and I was kind of questioning it. Um, now, Apple is adding a bunch more features to Apple News and News Plus, including a greater focus on audio and local news. You'll be able to listen to audio versions, some of the some of the best features and long form stories on News Plus. Apple will produce around 20 of these audio stories each week with professional voice actors narrating them. If you're reading a story that has an audio version and how to step out, you can pop on your headphones and listen from where you left off. Apple News Plus subscribers in the U.S. can check out the audio story starting today. The features are, are included on iOS 13.6 and Mac OS 10.515.6, and Apple is rolling them both out now. Apple is also making its own daily podcast called Apple News Today. New episodes will drop every weekday and won't be locked into behind the Apple News Plus subscriptions. You can listen via Apple Podcasts and the new audio tab on Apple News. And I said that before, and I'll say it again. (laughs) With Apple News Plus... There's so many different podcasts you can listen to for Apple... I'm sorry, for news. Uh... I'm just kind of, again, I'm just kind of like, I mean, it's good, but again, there's plenty of podcasts, um, news podcasts, tech podcasts like this one, um, and F5 Live and what have you. So, But on the other hand, one of the things I like about the idea and one of the reasons that we've been having discussions about implementing it uh, for our content is that uh it one of the reasons people listen to us or listen to f5 live or listen to todd or whatever is because we're a talk show which means that we're giving commentary we're adding content we're giving perspective we're giving context that articles either can't do or don't do um either out of you know journalistic uh, integrity trying to to maintain just the facts or out of uh, an inability uh, uh attention span <laughs> right right people right, right. most people only read the first three paragraphs of an article anyway and mm-hmm. so you know trying to get into commentary isn't necessarily what people are going to be looking for but it is mm-hmm. in the podcast mm-hmm. but if i can have a news article read to me um then possibly my attention span might be better uh for long form content but also um there's that possibility that um that uh well first people who can't read uh for whatever reason uh get access to that article mm-hmm. <laughs> but but uh you get to listen to it without commentary it's just the article as written by the investigators or whoever it is it's very different than what you and i do or what todd does or mm-hmm. what avro and i do uh right. where we where it's it's commentary it's a it's a talk show we know that we know right. who we are <laughs> right. Um, right. Right. right as opposed to somebody just reading the news mm-hmm. which hasn't really been done since the 70s mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And, and the, you know, this is kind of an interesting take to bring that concept back. I think there's a market for it. Uh, it's the reason why I've been considering uh, adding it to, to upstream articles, uh, at least maybe the high profile ones, um, that ability to, to listen to it. Uh, you know, we've got some voice actors on our Rolodex that, <laughs> that, that we've been talking to and people have been saying that, that they might enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we we call it the media, but we have to remember that media does is plural. <laughs> right. Medium is singular. Media is plural, and so mm-hmm. you know, you know, we give on the web, on our website on you know through GNC. There's there's written content, and then we then we commentate on it. Right. If I can get the re- written comment as audio, and then maybe listen to the commentary. Uh, you know, for somebody who's an audible listener, maybe that's, or, or audible learner, um, uh, maybe that's a better way of going. So, you know, yeah. it's just options. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe it's not you know, for me. Right. No, it's not. And that's not for me either. And I, I know that we're the exception to the, to the norm, but, um, but I know that there's a lot of podcasts, not podcasts, but there's like CNN has daily briefings. Cause I have going back to my example with Google, when I get up in the morning, um, the, my alarm goes off and I get the, the top five stories mm-hmm. in like in, in two minutes. Right. Um, you know, and I enjoy that um, because, and I want to, so I know what's going on and I hear the, you know, I hear the weather. I'm like, I'm good to go. It's good day's going to suck, but, <laughs> but, um, but at least I'll have a, you know, a synopsis on what's going on in the world um, versus like you said, the attention span, when you look at an article, you know, online or a newspaper or what have you, it's like you're looking at it and you're like, you're, you know, not off. <laughs> yeah. Eyes so. glaze for some people. So being mm-hmm. able to listen to it's better. So, you know, just options. Yeah. Really options. What it comes down to. You got it. Listening to it's not my thing, mm-hmm. but I love to narrate. I can, I can do the voices if people want it, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be the one listening to it. <laughs> Yeah, I I can only yeah because I know when they say you you know do you like the like do you like the sound of your vo- of your voice? <laughs> oh yeah, most people don't because the yeah. voice you hear in your head is different than the voice that actually happens. It's, right, you know, yeah. reverberation and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. And speaking of other um, app news, a new sensor towel report has revealed that smartphone users installed nearly thirty eight billion apps in q2 of 2020 make it yeah making its biggest quarter on record uh in the report um sensor tower has revealed that both the app store and google play has enjoyed have enjoyed record quarters the app store saw installs grow 22.6 uh 22.6 to 9.1 billion while Google Play installs grew 34.9% to more than 28 billion, that makes a combined total of 37.8 billion and a collective growth of 31.7%. The top app on the App Store was Zoom. Shocker. <laughs> it shattered the App Store record for quarterly installs with nearly 94 million, surpassing TikTok's previous version, previous record, excuse me, of 67 million. Over on Google Play, Zoom is installed. Hold on. <laughs> I need to hear those numbers again. TikTok's number was how many? Uh, TikTok's um, pr- uh, previous record, um, 67 million. Okay. And Zoom's was? Uh, Zoom's was 94 million. 
yeah what's that like 43 percent increase over the previous record almost a 50 percent increase mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> now that's bonkers that's bon- that's bonkers now on the flip side google play um zoogle zoom installs increased by 200 percent to well over 200 million but that wasn't knockoff um tiktok off the top spot um combined zoom just adds tiktok as the most installed app across both platforms um that was the number one app on both uh, both platforms in the u.s and europe the top game overall was Save the Girl from Lion Studios, taking the top spot of both from uh, taking the top spot on both the App Store and Google Play worldwide with nearly one hundred million dollars. And also in the report, um, the avenue increased exponentially as well. Wow! Yeah. So, and I and I have to say, during the second quarter, I have installed a couple apps, a, ga- a couple game apps. <laughs> so have I, but that wasn't one of them. And it was I am literally looking it up right now. I'm I'm impressed if you search on uh well I use Bing, but if you search for Save the Girl, uh the first and second result are Google Play and the App Store. Oh I've definitely got the context down. Maybe they're listening to me to know what we're looking for. <laughs> Boy, that that looks like a yeah. weird game. Yeah, I'm doing Google search now, and um, yep, apps on Google Play and App Store. Yep, <laughs> on the on the App Store, uh, one of the featured reviews is a three star game, and the headline says "All right, but weird." <laughs> I guess I nailed it. <laughs> yes, you did. You called it. Good job. Because it definitely looks weird. Yeah, um, I see. I see a woman in a very tight purple dress. I'm gonna, I'm bulging <laughs> eyes, mouth open, say, thinking, "Not another scary dog." I'm gonna pull up. The, I'm gonna pull up right now. Just give Excellent. Me a, I'm gonna pull up right uh, oh, now. That dog is holding fabric in its mouth. That is not a knife. <laughs> I thought the dog had a knife in its mouth. I was really worried. About what this game was about. <laughs> I don't either. I don't want to know. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I'll have to look into this. Or maybe I don't want to lead to them having another quarter of big downloads. No. Right. No, no, no. We don't do that. No, no. I <laughs> let me see. Let me look well, that's 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 pretty impressive, especially considering that um that both Google and um and Apple have those uh uh, Game Pass type services like Microsoft has, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't look like that's part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, those uh, subscription services must not be working out as well for those two as they were hoping. <laughs> right, and I, to be honest with you, when I downloaded um, a game, I downloaded, and you're gonna, and you think this is gonna be, and I, I then ever thought of it, and I, I've been playing it when I was back, way back in the day, Solitaire. Oh, okay. I am like so addicted to it. I've been playing it like every single from the time to get in the morning when I'm at you know in between when I'm doing stuff. But I mean, literally, I'm I'm on that all day. I love it. So I don't know if uh, it's gonna like you know. I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, I know that's on a lot of PCs and what have you, but 
you know, and I also I have to admit I'm playing Candy Crush as well. So I'm pretty sure there's people out there playing Candy Crush as well. But yeah, so but I'm but I'm uh, you know I um um big fan of Solitaire. So uh, it's it's really so okay. Enough about games because we're gonna be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In other news, DoorDash expanding its on-demand delivery profile. The service announced they'll be offering deliveries of, quote, everyday essentials from retail pharmacy chain Walgreens. Okay. Door, DoorDash says customers in select cities will be able to choose from over 2,000 quote, convenience, health, and wellness essentials that include, quote, there's a lot of quotes in uh, in these statements, <laughs> they include beauty products, over-the-counter medications, and grocery and snack foods. If, okay. you need, if you need a subscription, though, you have to hit the drive-through or venture, venture inside. Walgreens, Louis from DoorDash, will be able to Atlanta, Chicago, and Denver now. DoorDash says it plans over 5,000 items soon and will expand to Cincinnati, Cleveland, Minneapolis, Oklahoma City, Phoenix, Sacramento, Seattle, and other, quote, major markets this summer. To encourage you to give it a try, the service offering a 20% discount on Walgreens items purchased through its app or website on the first order of at least $15. Yikes. Um, Walgreens is also available through DoorDash's subscription Dash Pass that gives users unlimited free deliveries, cheaper services, cheaper service fee, excuse me, and a lower order minimum all for $10 a month. That's great. That's good. So I know that I I haven't used, um, <coughs> sorry, I haven't used Instacart uh, proper mm. in the States, mm. uh, but I know when we were in Canada for Collision last year, we were able to do something similar uh, through Instacart. And I imagine it's probably probably the same thing here. Uh, but uh, these these other brands, you know, getting these relationships to be able to do deliveries is good mm-hmm. because competition drives prices down. And so, you know, maybe we'll start seeing some of these delivery fees come down even without the dash pass, you know, maybe maybe we'll, it'll be less expensive to get something delivered because uh, when we were in Vegas for CES, I tried to get uh, some medicine delivered for my mom, and the only place we could do it was TaskRabbit, uh, and that was going to cost like forty five bucks. So Michelle and I grabbed it for her. Wow, forty five dollars on one one item. Yeah, because because we were essentially hiring a person to do a job. The job happened to be simple. Uh, right. But, you know, TaskRabbit in general isn't designed for picking up medication. It's, you know, come over and put this bookshelf together. So, you know, that's more what TaskRabbit's for. So, you know, uh, okay. we were going outside of their norm. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, but, wow. but yeah, basically we were hiring a subcontractor ourselves through this mm. service. Um, but, you know. If we weren't able to get away from the studio long enough to grab the medication, I would have done it. It's still better than us leaving the studio, but yeah, but also but, too, though, uh, the show did it right. Well, also too, the the studio, the studio in the Sands Sands and their condo. How far away was it? Was it far or depends on the time of day? Good point. Uh, we were just past the airport. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Not too, not, not too, far. too too far. Not too far. That's good. Good deal. As long as you can. Avoid the buses, right? Yes, buses, <laughs> right. That slows everything down. 
but mm-hmm. but this is a good thing you know walmart what walgreens teaming walmart. up with doordash is a good thing um yep. and you know if if you can get it through doordash and you can get it through instacart i know mm-hmm. you can order stuff from wawa uh through through uber eats right um you know we're starting to see these things expand past just you know made food items we're starting to see you know snacks and groceries which is what instacart's all about so i think that's mm-hmm. a good thing it is a good thing yeah and I, when i say um you know other major markets because for me um well there's a walgreens there's several where i'm at you know but um i have a cbs literally from where i live um literally um not even two minutes okay um so which is great which is great but i'm not a big fan of cbs but it's a whole different story <laughs> I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk about that off here um but um but yeah but then there's a walk there's several walkings near, near me as well so this is pretty good and i like and, and you're right um wawa does it um there's a lot of a lot, lot of businesses in my area and i imagine your areas as well that uh using uber uber eats so um uber eats doordash instacart there's there's a bunch of them um and uh you know the different things are on different things so what like if i want to order food i always look like i'll open all of them up and scan mm-hmm. across if i want to order something that's not food i'll scan across sometimes mm-hmm. instacart's not the only way to go so right you know. all right very good all right next stop over on and i'm going to do this real quick there we go okay over on androidcentral.com um nbc's uh, peacock has launched um it yes, launched it on, and it launched uh on wednesday uh the over on uh, android central i'm showing if you're watching the live video right now it was a breakdown on how much nbc's peacock cost um can you get it for free 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 free, free. <laughs> If you've seen the commercial, they say it a hundred million times. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff you can't get for free, and that's mm-hmm. important to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's five bucks a month for the premium subscription, which is a pretty good deal. It's a good deal. Um, I believe with Pe- Comcast. Pe- Peacock's deal, Peacock's uh, whole thing is based around the business model that Hulu was originally. Mm-hmm. Hulu had a free tier, and there was a thing called Hulu Plus, which was the paid. Right, they dropped the plus because they dropped the free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Peacock is based off of what the original Hulu was, because the original uh, major investor on Hulu was mm-hmm. NBC Universal. Right, <laughs> and now right. it's owned almost entirely by ABC. I mean mm-hmm. Disney. Right. Yeah, who bought bought who bought Fox and and so on and so on and so on. <laughs> they were thirty three percent owners, all three of them. But then yeah. Disney ended up with sixty six percent because they bought Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and then Comcast said, "All right, you can just have the rest of it. We'll do our own thing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting move. Interesting. But yeah. I've I've been using it um, to try it out. I I like it. Um, there's some downfalls. If you use it in the browser on a computer with two monitors, you're screwed. Um, you can't do it. It comes up and goes, oh, you have too many monitors. Go away. Um, and there's a lot of confusion on it because NBC's website still has content. So, And some content is on, like, what's today? Friday. So last night was the 30 Rock special. The 30 Rock special was on NBC.com today. 
but it won't be on Peacock until tonight. But isn't that the service they're trying to promote as Peacock? Why wouldn't it have been there first? Whatever. Mm -hmm. Most of the presentation was about Peacock. Right. (laughs) And yet it's not there yet. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not true. It's probably there now. I think it, I think it, I think it hit Peacock at nine o'clock. So if you're watching live with us, it's probably there now. <laughs> yeah. And if my you're not watching live, then it's definitely there now. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're catching it later. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't got, I haven't checked it out yet because partly because I already have Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max. Well, no, actually, I have HBO Go, which is now rolling HBO Max. So I'm like, okay. I got, go. I got, it says watch now. It's available oh. now. It hit okay. at nine o'clock. Nice. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Well, at nine sixteen. But, but it was on it was on NBC.com at five AM. Oh jeez. <laughs> so why? It's a good service. They haven't hmm. quite figured out what the future of things looks like for them though there's still some confusion because there's still an xfinity streaming service right there's nbc.com there's peacock all of them owned by comcast right they'll figure it out they're just not there yet but hopefully but hopefully a good thing is and i know you got you and um ibram um ibram talked about it um in the um your one um video streaming episode uh segment um i just hope you know what I'm not. I'm not remember saying it, HBO Max. I'm not going to say it yet, but it's not going to be a, like a Quibi. <laughs> I was reading stats on both of them. They're being yeah. compared to one another. Uh, HBO Max and Quibi. Okay. They're See? both. They're both being compared together uh, because neither of them was seen success. And mm-hmm. uh, Peacock was the number one downloaded app on both app stores on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So. And speaking of yes. HBO Max, and it's also not available on Roku, <laughs> right? And that uh, that goes into a different debate later on. <laughs> um, speaking of HBO Max, which I saw this, I'm like, why? Um, HBO is working on a new ten episode series based on the popular relaxation and sleep tool Calm. It's building on the app's sleep stories. Each episode, a world of calm, will be about 30 minutes long and will feature, quote, scientifically engineered narratives complemented by soothing music and footage. The show will also include a star. The show will also include a star studded cast of narrators with Marishala Ali. And if I mispronounce this person's name, I apologize. Idris Elba, Isaac. Oscar Isaac, Nicole Kidman, Zoe Kravitz, Lucy Liu, Chillian, I hope, Murphy, and Keanu Reeves to set, set to lend their voice to the project. Um, <laughs> Idris I Elba, I get. Idris Elba, I get. His voice is, can be soothing when he wants it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole Kidman, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucy Liu, maybe not. <laughs> right. Keanu Reeves, I tend to think of him in the Matrix or Speed or things like that, where he's pretty intense. Right. So maybe not all that relaxing. Or so Bill maybe not. Yeah. But Idris Elba and Nicole Kidman, I'm 100% behind. That make, those, those make sense for sure. But obviously somebody somewhere thought it made sense. So, But they thought that the whole service made sense, which 
Which, and that goes back to my original question where, because I've seen the app, I went on the website, on the website, it's really relaxing, but that calm. goes, to, yeah, calm. Yeah. Um, but that goes back to what I use, you know, Google for, and I use an app, or not an app, but I ask it to, I don't want to trigger anyone's phones or what have you, but I'm not going to say it <laughs> because I'm going to get like, we're going to get like emails and, you know, um, but I would say, okay, blank, play rain sounds. And I, and I, and it relaxes me to sleep, but I wouldn't, why would HBO and HBO has like a huge, I mean, they have a, like, they have, they, I want, I know they have a lot of content, what have you, and that's great. But they're this, but they're doing a 10 series, a 10 episode series where you can watch it on TV, where a lot of like smart TVs have some type of like music channels or music apps or uh, apps, excuse me, that has relaxing music or video. <laughs> yeah. I- if I had straws in here that I could grasp at mm-hmm. to make my point, I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, talk me down from the tree because I'm... <laughs> I I think they're grasping at straws. I think see, that's why I was asking you to talk me down. <laughs> I am so curious. Oh, see, this is different. Okay, sorry. We had somebody on at Collision. That I thought was called Calm, and it kind of is. It's called Calm Radio. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. Okay, just had to deal with that in my head. Um, I think, I think uh, HBO Max is grasping at straws. I think they're trying everything in their power. They're throwing money at anything that has name recognition, and right. both Calm and Keanu Reeves have mm-hmm. name recognition, and so right. they're trying to bring them together to get. Uh, somebody to sign up for this service because so far it sounds like nobody has. Right. And they're throwing things, throwing things against the wall to yeah. see if it sticks. Exactly. I, cause I'm that's like, the, that's what I'm, that's what I was asking you to talk me down because like to rationalize it. I mean, they're spending, God, we, I mean, I don't, we don't know like how much they're, how much they're, how much they're putting out, but it's Those not aren't like, inexpensive names. You know, but I'm like, I was like, wow. I honestly, I just like, like, again, there's different, there's apps, there's different, I know there's different TV channels or there's some that are displayed as infomercials, but, um, <laughs> but this is a popular one. That's the important thing here. Calm right. is the, um, is the popular one. And I think right. HBO Max is just trying, just right. trying anything they can. Mm. <laughs> And, you know, if you can get involved with one of these cult-like meditation environments, you know, Mm -hmm. then maybe you can get people to come over because Calm's going to market it, too. Oh, yeah. They're going to tell their very large, very rabid fan base about it. But Mm -hmm. the only way you can get it is on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. So -hmm. I think we're going to see some of that. Yeah. But while while HBO Max is struggling to get anybody to pay attention to them, mm-hmm. Netflix can't seem to get people to go away. Yep. 
And in that, in theirs, they reported a massive surge in users as people stayed home due to the coronavirus. But the company's stock dropped almost 9% after hours and guidance for new subscribers. That was less than half what now is expected. Uh, Netflix results for a second quarter. Um, the P breakdown earnings per share, $1.59 versus one point versus $1.81 expected, according to Refinitive Survey of Analysts. Revenue at six point uh, six point fifteen billion versus six point eight billion, and global paid net subscription additions ten point million versus eight point twenty six million expected. That's awesome. That yeah. is like big numbers. Yeah. So big the earnings. Numbers. So the earnings per share was a little low, but mm-hmm. that's because they've been producing so much content mm-hmm. that. They didn't plan to do another episode of Tiger King. That mm-hmm. you know, that was a last minute. We have to do this. We have to grab this moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're producing so much content so quickly um, that I can see the earnings per share being down. But right. but revenues up, mm-hmm. subscriptions are up twenty five percent. I whoa. Yeah. <laughs> They they made the the analysts' expectations look stupid. Oh yeah, on, on paid subscribers. Holy cow! Right. It's it's a good thing, and they like it's been such a good thing for them that they just promoted the the chief content officer, basically the guy who was uh, maybe he was. Nah, he was the guy uh, who was in charge of the push that created all the original content. Mm-hmm. Uh, he now he was promoted this week to co-CEO. Right. So he must be doing something right. Yeah. Uh, it gives him a little bit more control over day-to-day operations mm-hmm. so that the content can be better uh, done without having to deal with the board quite as much and without having one or two people above him to run things past. If he's the co-CEO now, he can just make decisions up mm-hmm. to a certain point before he has to go to the board, but he doesn't have to bother, you know, Hastings every time he's got an idea or whatever, right. <laughs> that it, it lowers the, the friction for new content, which is a good thing um, mm-hmm. because they've got some cool stuff in the pipeline. You know, yeah. we've got, we've got, um, uh, a new season of Umbrella Academy coming. We've got a fourth season of Stranger Things coming. There's a lot of really high-profile stuff coming. So mm-hmm. less friction's good when right. you're in a situation where people want it, and um, it's hard to produce because of the shutdown. Mm-hmm. Right. So less friction all around is a good thing. So ride ride that uh, ride that wave of of success mm-hmm. uh, while you can. And uh, take advantage of it. And I and I haven't, to be honest, and I haven't. Um, I, I have the, um, I have the, uh, the what you recommended. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of it now. Oh man, I forgot the name of it that you recommended to me. Um, what did you do? Um, Flores Lava. What's uh-huh. <laughs> Flores Lava? <laughs> I haven't. Um, I haven't had a chance because I'm like I'm so like I'm I'm trying to like. I got like a whole boatload of um, things on my queue, um, and I and I haven't had a chance to. And, and floors lava—that's that's part of it. 
because I'm like I'm so binge I'm, like watching everything else on Amazon um, Prime and mm-hmm. um, and Hulu, and I still don't. And I like I'm just gonna but HBO Max. I'm like oh, oh there's so many things I want to oh, but <laughs> I, but, I, but yeah I was like and I was gonna, there was a lot of stuff that I got notif- notifications on um, Netflix uh, today or was it yeah you know, it was today there was that movie that are um, series coming out. Um, in about two weeks. Um, so yeah, I, this is uh, great news for Netflix. I mean, good on them. Good on them. And and just think that when uh, when Netflix offered itself up for sale to Blockbuster, mm. uh, Blockbuster for like fifty five million, Blockbuster laughed them out of the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And now blockbuster doesn't exist right. and netflix and, uh, is in charge right mystery and we get and again look we're showing our age now <laughs> all right very good all right and finally um michelle obama revealed on twitter that her inaugural podcast simply entitled the michelle obama podcast will debut july 29th on spotify um, she says, quote, my hope is that this series can be a place to explore meaningful topics together and sort through so many of the questions we all try to answer in our own lives. Perhaps most of all, I hope this podcast will help listeners open up new conversations and hard conversations with the people who matter most to them. That's how we can build more understanding and empathy for one another. Um, she'll be talking with uh, people, with guests, including Marion and Craig Robinson, Conan O'Brien, Valerie Jarrett, Michelle Norris, and Dr. Sharon Malone, MD. Um, so this is great. Um, I'm sorry. I'm still trying to deal with Conan O'Brien being in that list. <laughs> One of these things is not like the others. <laughs> right. Um, that's a good mix. I mean... You know, I guess maybe, um, but it was also good that, um, you know, that's, um, uh, that, um, Spotify is getting big names. I mean, we, we had, you know, we talked about Joe Rogan and, um, and we talked about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, um, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian West has got a podcast with Spotify. So, you know, and I, from what I understood, the, the Bama's got a known media company. They're producing content for Netflix. Five shows for Netflix. Right. And now they're on, they have the production companies with Spotify. So I, I think it's time for the industry to come up with a term for these not podcasts. <laughs> Maybe we can call them not casts mm-hmm. because it's not a podcast if it's not available in the open. Right. <laughs> right. It's a walled garden. It's not a podcast. It's a Spotify show, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fine. It's it's a Spotify show, which right. is great. Right. Good for them. It's not a mm-hmm. podcast because I can't grab the RSS feed and listen to it on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts right. or right. tune in. Or, or tune in. Right. <laughs> Like this podcast is, yeah. I think it's time for us to come up with a a term for it. I uh, I challenge our audience if uh, if you can come up with a term for a podcast that's (laughs) not available in all the podcatchers, Mm -hmm. uh, what would you call that? Uh, find us on social media, uh, give you the handles again in a second and let us know. 
because yeah. uh, we want to. It's uh, it, it's the website slash contact, right? Um, GNC Weekly, um, GNC Weekly, GNC Weekly.com slash connect. 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 So find us on social. Let us know your feelings. Uh, if mm-hmm. you've got a name, we want to hear it. Yeah, I would love to hear I've it. I've been trying to come up with a name since Joe Rogan made his announcement, and I haven't been able to. I'm usually pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what does he call it? They're they're just being called podcasts right now, and they're not. And mm. I think I think we need to. I, I think it's important to maintain the the definition of that word. I think letting the definition get muddied is a problem. So you know, I think we have to ask not only for our listeners and viewers, um, yeah, uh, you know, to but I mean, I would love to you know bend um, Todd's ear and ask uh, what it will be a good name. And the names can be funny. I, mm-hmm. Honest to God, I'm kind of looking for some funny ones right now because it'll get me going. <laughs> you know what we should do? I think we should do for this episode, but not only, I think maybe like something along the lines where we can like do not a poll, but like, an actual contest. Maybe we can throw in, you know, throw in an Amazon gift card or something like that. I have a tool. We'll talk about it afterwards. All right. That's good. All right. Cool. All right. Awesome. All right, and that is the tech news for this week for Friday, July 17th, 2020. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewshunter.com. And be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings at, gen- at geeknewshunter.com forward slash live for the Geek News Central podcast. And then be sure to watch and tune into the live stream on the GNC WIR Facebook live page or on YouTube's page Friday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So be sure to like and subscribe to the channel. Also, this podcast has registered to be nominated for the podcast awards. And we are asking our listeners to um, register our um Register our nominate, excuse me, not register, because I already register it. <laughs> nominate <laughs> nominate our podcast in the This Week in Tech Technology and the Adam Curry People's Choice category. Um, if you're watching the live stream video right now, I'm going to pull it up. Ah, there we go. Let me see if I can pull it up here. And, there we go. Okay. All right. So if you're looking at the live um, video right now, they're watching. There is the Adam Curry's. You fill out the go to um, podcastawards.com. You click on the nomination or yeah, click on the nomination. Fill out your fill out um, your your name, email, um, password, and then submit. And then you'll come here to the Apple the Adam Curry's People Choice Award. That's a mouthful. And you scroll, you scroll down, and OMG, there's a lot here. Um, so we are right under here, GNC We Can Review. So you click on that, and then you go down to, there's a lot of categories here, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to spend all evening with all these categories, but you know, if you listen to other podcasts, you know, please feel free to select your favorite one, including this one. Um, this one, um, this week in tech technology category. Um, so there's a few here. Way so, there. Right. <laughs> so we're in good company with a lot of um, other uh, podcasts, but we really appreciate your support. Um, if you would please get us on, we'd love to get onto the, to the nominating ballot. So GNC, we can review. 
and then when you're done, you save nominations, and that's it. Um, so you can fill the form out anytime from now till uh, July 31st. And uh, we um, please go to our, uh, whoops, let me go back to the monking, but I got the wrong screen. I'm sorry. Oops, sorry about that. Lost you for a second. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um, so you can fill the form out anytime from now till July 31st by going to podcastawards.com. I'll have a link up in the in the show notes. And again, um, thank you so much for tuning in for this podcast and uh, as well as your support. We really, 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 really do appreciate it. And I appreciate Todd, I mean, Todd, uh, Scott coming on as co-host with me. Um, hopefully, you know, get this um, podcast to bigger and better things and more content. And we'll, uh, you know, have a lot of fun along the way. Um, you have comments on this week's episode. I'd love to hear that, hear from them. Uh, as, he, as Scott mentioned, uh, head on over to gncweekly.com slash connect. Um, you can uh, be email, uh, week in review, week in review, GNC, week in review, GNC at gmail.com. Well, Twitter, GNC Weekly, um, and Facebook. Um, I'm on, or on Facebook, excuse me, at GNC Week in Review. I am on Twitter. I am at Kirk. Corliss Scott is on Twitter at Triple T M A B O. Till the next episode of GNC Week in Review. So long. Ciao. And got a little tongue tied.